so we'll do that. But uh, Exodus chapter 14, let us stand for reading God's Word. Uh, a very familiar story. Very familiar story. If you read the Bible, if you've heard about it, you, you know this story. Uh, in, beginning in verse number 9. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them encamping by the sea beside Bepharoth and before Belshazzar. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes. Behold, the Egyptians marched after them. They were so, full, so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. They said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, thou hast taken us away to die in the wilderness. Wherefore thou hast dealt thus with us, to carry us off forth out of Egypt. Is nothing... Is not this word the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians, for it had been better for us to serve in Egypt than we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not. I love that. Let me tell you today, fear not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which will show you to the day. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, ye shall see them no more for the ever. For the Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall behold your peace. Let us pray. Father, we just come before you tonight, Lord, this morning, thanking you for all your presence, mercy, grace, and love. Father, we just thank you for the reading of the word and your blessed word in our hearts, Lord. Open our hearts and minds, Lord, that we may receive the engrafted word that you had given us, Father. We're just thanks and praise you. Empty myself and fill me with thy spirit. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to preach on what Moses said in verse number 13 this morning. Stand still and see. Stand still and see. Here in the text we find the children of Israel reached that first obstacle since being redeemed. Uh, the very first trial they, they are going to come to after they had been set free from the bondage of Egypt, which is a picture of sinners being uh, loosed from the bonds of sin this morning, brought out and being covered with the blood of Jesus the Lamb. Uh, the first obstacle they come against this morning is that one is, is, is they get to is the Red Sea. They, they can't go forward. They can't go that way. They can't go that way, and they certainly cannot go that way. But here they, they face their obstacles. Pharaoh's army is right down behind their backs coming after them. Let me say this, uh, this first temptation they had in their walk with God is the first temptation that anybody that gets saved, their first temptation they have in their life is to go back to where God has brought you from. I mean, walking with God, not everything we do, uh, thought about it, it would be, I mean, Moses, when you come and, and got us down and got of the land of Egypt, uh, you said this is going to happen. You said we're going to go to the land flowing with milk and honey, but yet here we're facing a, an obstacle that we can't get over and we have no way to go and Pharaoh's army is coming right behind us. We would have been better off if we would have just stayed in Egypt. 
that the first temptation, anybody that gets saved is going to always want to go back from where they come from. Let me say the biggest temptation for any young convert that's been saved for a little while is that the devil will try to get you to turn around and go back to where you come, especially when you face an obstacle, especially when the devil comes by and highlights his truths. Mind you, the devil don't always tell the lie. He sometimes speaks the truth. The devil come by and say, Hey, you didn't have it so bad back there serving with me. You didn't fight these battles that you're fighting now when you was walking with me. But since you got saved, you, you have now gained some enemies in your life, and now you're fighting those battles that you didn't fight before. How true. And they're now trying to hinder you walking, you're trying to live for God like you should this morning. Here in the text, they said things aren't happening fast enough for us. Come on, Moses, let's get going. Let's get it over. Let's move, Moses. Let's just go. Things are not happening fast enough with God. So I'm, I'm going back to where I was. I'm going back to what I know. I'm just going to go back to what I have been known to do. In the text, they reached this unmovable object, the Red Sea. Then they had this unstoppable force behind them. This is Pharaoh's armies. There's an unmovable object in front and an unstoppable force behind him. But here in the nation of Israel is running around, wringing their hands, and they're looking at Moses. I, I, I tell you something, uh, uh, wouldn't it have been better for us uh, just stayed down in Egypt? We wouldn't have been in this predicament. We wouldn't have been here. Uh, we just uh, uh, come out and die in the desert, in the wilderness here. Wouldn't we have been better off living in Egypt? But look at the device that Moses gives. While everybody's going crazy, while everybody's wondering and doubting and fearful, Moses just simply said, stand still and see. Don't move. Don't run. Don't make any hasty choices or decisions. Just stand still and see. Isn't that some good advice for us today? If Christians could learn to just stand still and see. Just hang in there. God's got this. There's going to be uh, something done. I, I, can I remind you every day, everybody here this morning, God is not running around on your clock. God is not running on your time frame. God is not punching your time clock. But God's schedule is God's schedule. God is not concerned about getting nervous and saying what's happening. It doesn't catch God off guard. God's not concerned about where you're at. Why aren't you coming? Why aren't you going? The best advice to give all of us this morning, that is just to stand still and see what God can do. When everything in you says run, 
when everything tells you to, to run away, just stand still. When everything tells you to do something, just stand still. When everything uh, you say try to fix on your own, just stand still. When everything uh, you say uh, throw in the white flag, throw in the towel, just stand still. I'm trying to get you to realize this morning to stand still and see what God can do this morning. I like the saying, do your best and trust God for the rest. Do your best. And trust God for you. But once you've done all that you can do, once you've done all that God has told you to do and there's nothing more that you can do, stand still. Stand still. And here they reach the, uh, a spot where they cannot do anything. They're caught between a rock and a hard place. They can't go forward, they can't go back, they can't go to left, they can't go to right. They, they're, they're wondering. Can I say this? Sometimes God likes to put us in this position. God likes to put us in places. God likes to put, a, uh, uh, put our lives on paths where we can't do anything else but just trust and stand still in this morning. I say God likes it when His children run to Him. And put their arms around his neck and say, God, I, I, I can't fix it. I, I can't fix this. God, I, I, can't, I can't move this. God, I can't change this. God, I can't do anything about this. God, is there anything get done? It's going to have to be you getting it done this morning. It will be you that it gets it done. God, I'm not going to, I'm just going to stand still. I ain't going to run. I'm not going back to the world. I'm not going back to what I do, what I've done. I, I'm not going to run. I, I, I'm just going to nail my shoes to the floor and I'm going to glue myself to the pews. I ain't running. I'm just going to stand still, God, and watch what you're going to do. But here they're saying, God, you're not moving fast enough. I don't feel like things are getting done fast enough, God. We want God to move quickly. Like I said, Lord, I'm going to nail myself down. I'm going to plant myself down. I'm not going to move. I'm just going to stand still. I'm going to keep serving God. I'm going to stand still. I'm going to stay where you put me at. I'm not going to start doubting in the dark what God said in the light. What God told me yesterday is good for today and tomorrow forever. Amen. And though I can't see and though I don't understand and though I can't reason it out, I know God's got a plan. I know God has got a purpose. God's got a path. And if I would just stand still and just wait on God, I can see what God wants me to do this morning. Stand still and see. Some of y'all walked in here this morning with your hearts all in a tizzy. Your mind is running 100 miles per second. You come here this morning, your life's been thrown a curve, curve after curve, and you're just like Israel. 
You're running around, even though on the outside, like everything is fine, everything is good on the outside, but on the inside, nobody knows, nobody sees, nobody understands. Nobody knows that you're fearful. You don't have, you don't, Nobody know that you have worries in your life. Uh, nobody deep down in your spirit when you lay your head down at night uh, and you're, you're wringing your hands and uh, saying, God, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not going through it. I can't do this anymore. Uh, how can I, how can I uh, fix this? How can I get this done? Uh, I don't worry about it. Uh, I don't say, but let me just say, just stand still. But sometimes we don't think God gets it done fast enough for us. I, I told guys this morning, the Sunday school this morning, last Wednesday we left church and me and a deer had a conversation with each other. Two Sundays ago we left church me and another car had a conversation with each other. Got up this morning and drive my Titan, dead as all dead can get. I, I'm, I'm like this, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I say one thing after another, one thing after another. What am I going to do? And, and, I, and I'm thinking to myself, preaching on stand still and, and, and watch what God can do. And I'm sitting there, I'm worried about what's going on, what's happening. And I'm not doing what God has told me to do. Stand still. God has brought us to a place in our life that you know what? I can't do it no more. I can't fix this no more. I, I've done all that I can do, Lord. It's going to have to be you. It's going to have to be you, Lord. I, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I, I'm, I'm, I can't do it, Lord. That's like us. Some of us, some of us this morning, we came in and we just gone through curveball after curveball of life. If you're like that this morning, can I be some calm to your heart this morning? Can I give you some word of prescription this morning? Stand still. Stay calm. I like what Moses said before he said stand still. Moses said, fear you not. Fear you not. In other words, he's saying this. Just keep calm and see that you see these t-shirts running around, people wearing them, says, keep calm and do this. Keep calm and do that. Keep calm and do this. I got a good t-shirt saying, keep calm, just stand still. Keep calm, just stand still. When it comes to stuff that I can't, do nothing about when it comes to things that you cannot do nothing about. I'm not sitting up all night worrying about it because I cannot change it. I can't do anything about it. And it's no need for me and God both be up worrying about it. Amen. I'm just going to lay down and say, Lord, it's in your hands. You take it. I'm going to sleep. And you know what? That's what God wants us to do. God don't want you worrying about something you can't change, you can't fix. God said, stand still and watch me. Just stand still and see, preacher, what, do you, what will you see if you wait on God? You can find some things in the text that I believe you see and just stand still. I understand it goes totally against 
society. It's backwards from society. Society says, uh, we're in a society that says, go, 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 do, 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 hurry, hurry, hurry. And don't wait, don't wait. Get it done yesterday. I understand we live in a society that way. We're brought up that way to move, to move, to move. But let me just say, we ought to look at God and say, you know what, God, your advice to me and everybody else is just to stand still. When everything's running amok, when everything's going crazy in your life, God said in this text, just stand still and see what God can do. I, I believe if you read this text this morning, you'll find out some things that God can do in your life that God will help you in your life with this morning. The first thing you'll see if you stand still and see, you'll see the working of God. We see God's going to work. I love it when God goes to work. Amen. When God goes to work and things get done, look at what he said in verse number 14. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Draw your sword, don't give a war yell, it sound, don't sound the trumpet, don't sound the trumpet for the call to battle. Hold your peace and watch God fight the battle. That's our problem in Christian life is when something comes against us, we think that we've got to fight it and it's more bigger than we are and we try to tackle it and we cannot do it. But God says, stand still, I'll fight your battle for you. God's going to do something for you in the text that you can't take credit, that I can't take credit for, only God can take credit for. God is going to do something in the text that from here on out for the nation of Israel, everybody they come against, everybody they come and up against is going to say, we've heard about your God. We know about your God. We, we heard how he uh, 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 parted the Red Sea. We, we heard how he uh, 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 destroyed the uh, chariots of uh, Egypt. We, we heard all about that. We heard that God is moving. If you just stand still and wait on God, God will do something. He will work, go to work in your life on something that you cannot fixed this morning. You'd be here this morning there's things going on in your life that you cannot fix and you're wondering how to fix it. I'm telling you this morning, God can fix whatever's wrong in your life this morning. All you got to do is say, Lord, here I am. I'm going to stand still. The reason why a lot of Christians don't see the working of God because they always are trying to work it out themselves. Let me say this before I go any further. Because some people will get the wrong idea. Standing still and seeing does not negate your responsibility to do what God has already told you to do. You cannot sit down and say, Lord, uh, you said stand still and see. Or, well, I'm just going to sit myself down. I ain't got to do nothing else. No, God's given you a marching order. God's told you to do some stuff that does not negate you from doing what God has told you to do this morning. That's like the Lord telling the servants, occupy until I come. They, that, that didn't say sit down and wait till I get back. Do nothing 
That means do what I've told you to do until I get back. He said standing still, it doesn't mean don't read your Bible. It doesn't mean to stop praying. It doesn't mean stop coming to church. It doesn't mean stop witnessing. He says stand still and see. He's talking about those things that you have no control over, but the things that God has told us to do, we are to continue doing those day in and day out. When I can't do it, when I can't fix it, then I turn to God and say, Lord, here it is. It belongs to you. And when you got to that point, that's when God rolls his sleeves up and he starts going to work in your life and to work in your situation and work in your trial because you realize, hey, I cannot do it, God. You're going to have to do it for me. You're going to have to fix it this morning. Let me give you some scriptures to help you this morning. Isaiah 40 and 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of an eagle. They shall run. They shall not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. Psalms 27, 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. and He shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, upon the Lord. Psalms 46, 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will exalt among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Stand still and wait on God. Look how he goes to work. Watch what he does in this thing, how he does this thing in verse number 26. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch forth thy hand over the sea, and that the waters may come again, again upon Egypt, and upon the, the chariots, and, for, and upon the horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its strength. From the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled again, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Look what he did before he gets, look what, look what happened. You've got to see, look what happens before he gets to this spot right here. Go back to verse number 25. And it says, And took off their chariot wheels, that they drave them heavily, that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord's fighting for them against the Egyptians. God says, stand still, I'm going to fight for you. When they were worried about things, well, how is going to happen? How are we going to get away? God had already started going down and working for them. They didn't realize it. They didn't see God working. They didn't see God moving. But God had already gone down and started working. God got down there and loosened those lug nuts on the chariots. Amen. God started working. God was moving. God was acting. And God, because they were worried about things, they could not see what God was doing. He loosened the lug nuts on the chariot. Where he said the wheels have come off. He said the wheels come off. You've you got to realize this is Pharaoh's army. This is Pharaoh's cream of the crop. I don't know if y'all know what PM is, but I'm quite sure they, they pulled that as preventive maintenance. I guarantee you they looked at them chariots. They probably were decked out chariots and the, the king's chariot and the horses, and, and they were looking good. Everything, I guarantee you, these people, when they start riding after the Egyptian, uh, the Israelites, they, were, they, were, they had everything going for them. But God says, stand still and see. And God went down and loosened those lug nuts that when they got to ground line in the Red Sea, the wheels came off. 
In my time walking with God, there's been some things that I wanted to handle. I, I wanted to deal with. There was something I wanted to jump on. God looked at me and said, hold your peace, stand still. Close your mouth, just stand still. And I'll tell you what I found out. God can work things out a whole lot better than I can. When God fixes your problem, it's fixed. When I fix a problem, it can break again. But God, when God fixes your problem, it will not break. God fixes a problem. Stand still and see the working of God. God kept them from the enemy. While he was working, you, you study chapter 14, the pillar of the cloud stood behind them and became a cloud of darkness for the Egyptian. The cloud that was behind it, it God had put a barrier between Israel and the, the Egyptians. And, and the Bible says, and it was in darkness. They were in darkness. They had to look around. They couldn't see where they were going. I'm telling you, if you stand still, I believe God will get between you and whatever is concerning you, whatever your problem is. If you just stand still, God will get between them. God will not let it destroy you. God will get between whatever is trying to destroy you and protect you this morning. Stand still and see the working of God. They saw the way clear. Look how clear the way gets when you start reading, waiting on God. Verse 21, And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to back from a strong eastern wind all that night. And made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right and on their left. They had gotten to this spot right here. They, they couldn't go straight. They couldn't go backwards. They couldn't go right. They couldn't go left. The only way, the only way they had to go was up. It's the only direction they could go was up. And when, when they went that way, the God of that way came down and made a way for them. Listen to me this morning. When you can't do nothing this way, that way, that way, that way, you can't fix it. You, you, you can't deal with it. You can't fix your solution. You can't fix the problem. You can't fix the trial. You can't fix the situation. The best thing you can do is go up, go up. You may say, I, I don't know which way is up. I don't know what to do. If you start going way this way God will make a way for you this morning God will make the way clear and you'll see what you ought to be doing God will clear the way for you God will clear the path the reason why we keep bumping around in the dark is because we're trying to do it ourselves over and over and over we're trying to stand on our own but God says stand still and see what I can do God will start showing the way In the military, we had a tank called an 88. We used to go in the maneuvers 
and the fields. And we get to a place that we couldn't get through. We couldn't get through the, the briars, the thickets, the bush, and everything that we call the 88 in. The 88 come tracking down the road. It moved down the road and get there before and we said we can't get through here. At 88, we'll push a trail right on through. Where we couldn't see to get through, when we couldn't see how to get through, we called something that got us through there that could show us the way and clear the path. Well, let me just say this. God is saying, look, you're facing something you can't get through. You're looking at some way you can't see clearly. Just call on me and I'll clear a way for you. I'll show you what the way to go. I'll show you. I'll clear the path for you this morning. Stand still and see. Stand still and see. Stand still and see the working of God. Stand still and see the way you get clear. But watch the worship on the other side. Turn to chapter 15 for me, please. 15 verse 1, just look down there. 15 verse number 1. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel the song unto the Lord and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his riders hath he thrown into the sea. You see, they didn't have anything to sing about on the other side. When they were in Egypt, they didn't have no singing, the songs in their hearts. But when they got out of Egypt, God started doing things for them. God started working things for them. They got a song this morning. You see, the world don't really have a song. The world has a tune this morning. But those of us that's been redeemed and bought out and, and watched God do something in our lives this morning, I'm, I raised my hand. We sure enough have a song. We've got something to somebody to sing about this morning. If you are one of those that you've seen the working of God in your life, yet God has given you a song to sing and praise God with a shout. He said in verse number two, the Lord my, is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him a habitation. My Father is God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. You know what they said? They got on the other side. Those two big walls will come crashing down and wiped out the, the Egyptians. You know what they said on the other side? We're sure glad we waited on the Lord. We're sure glad we waited on the Lord. I'm sure glad I stood still. I'm sure glad I didn't get in a hurry and try to do it myself. I'm sure glad that Moses said, stand still and see. I'm glad we listened to him. Look where we're at now. That unmovable object is now behind them. And that unmovable force is no longer there. All because they waited on the Lord and see what God can do for them. When they got, got there, they got to worship and bless God's holy name. First, this is the first time you hear about any singing in the book of the Bible. It's when they were brought out of the land of Egypt. They looked what God had did. Thank you, Lord, for letting us stand still and saw the salvation of God. 
Look what the Lord has done for us. Is there anybody here this morning that can say, I, I've been there sometimes. I've been in my life where I didn't understand. I, I don't understand how I got there. I, I, don't, I don't know a way. I couldn't clear a way. But you just stood still and God made a way and saw the glory and salvation of God in your life. Can you, is anybody like that this morning? They made it over by the grace of God. We're not going to make it over by ourselves. We're not going to make it on our goodness. It's going to be by the grace of God this morning. We've got something to praise God about. We've got a song in our heart to sing about. We've got someone we can sing for. Where they're standing here in Exodus 14 looks like certain defeat. Look like certain destruction is about to happen. But they just stood still and waited. I have seen many Christians miss it because they turn and run. Instead of standing still and waiting to see what God can do, they decided to run. We've seen the Christians. We've sent them here to do that turn and run away from God. Let me just say this morning to you. If you're facing something that you don't understand why you're facing it, and you've done all you can do about it, you've prayed about it all you can pray about it, stand still. Stand still. God knows your situation. God knows your heart. God knows your thought. God says, hey, I'm just waiting for you to give it up and let me take charge of it. I'm just waiting for you to come to the altar and say, Lord, I've been dealing with this over and over and over. And it's somehow I don't understand why it's not done. God says the reason why it's not done because I'm the only one that can fix your situation. You can't fix it. I can't fix it. God has to fix it. So this morning, if you got something in your life that's been, been nagging you like I had this morning, like I had the last couple of weeks, I'm just going to have to take Moses' advice. Stand still. Stand still. Certainly God has got a path. Certainly God has got a way. Will you stand this morning?